Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the On Point Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Greg Locke, and let us talk for a little while about faith, family, and politics. We are glad that you are here. We have a lot to unpackage on a shorter show today, but I want you to listen. I finally, finally went to Walmart after all of the COVID-19 fiasco nonsense, and I knew that you couldn't get in without a mask, but here's what I didn't know. They don't provide them for you. This happened to me the other day, Brian, when I went to my favorite restaurant, this local yokel place called Demas's, and they wouldn't let me in, but they said if you get a mask, you can at least walk through the lobby and then take it off when you get there. So apparently you can only die in the lobby or on your way to the bathroom (laughs) because then you can leave it on your table and you can walk out without it. But here's what happened. I go to Walmart and they're like, do you have a mask? I'm like, no. Do you provide them? They said, no, we did for the first few days, but now we have them for $7.99 and they will certainly be good mask. I said, no, thank you. I was walking out and this guy said, this is utter nonsense. And I said, you are exactly right. Eight bucks so I can go into Walmart and spend $800 on inflated groceries, by the way. I just don't know if it's going to get any better. I really don't. I think everybody is just going to be acting like they're being raised on a sheep farm and just keep this nonsense up. Man, I couldn't agree more. $8. I, I think $8. I had to pay for some yesterday at Kroger's. <laughs> oh, you seven ninety nine. You bought a mask. I bought You compromising devil, you. <laughs> you going to make me wear one? At least have one available for me. Okay. <laughs> that being said, about masks, guess what? I got good news in the church world. Now, of course, our church, we don't require masks. We don't do social distancing and all that. If you do, that's cool with you. Our church never closed. I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you. But In California, it's such a hotbed of uh, leftist nonsense that finally, thank God, finally, grace to you, okay, pastored by John MacArthur, and of course, that is a great TV radio program that has been around for years. John MacArthur has always been a Romans 13 guy, community church, and uh, Grace Community Church, he's always been a Romans 13 guy, we got to obey all the mandates, he finally, thank God, pushed back. He got a gut full of it, and he and the elders put out a big, long statement and said, look, we are not going to bow down to this nonsense. And the title of his overview is Christ, Not Caesar, is the head of the church. He was a little ticked off because, you know, they got, you know, 500-seat movie theaters and they have, uh, you know, casinos, but now the church can't worship. And so finally, thank God, somebody with a big, bold, conservative voice in the church world pushed back and said, no more, no more, no more. We are going to open our church. So I'm at least encouraged by that. Well, I I am too, and I I love John MacArthur. I don't agree with everything with John MacArthur. Sure, sure, sure. 99% I agree with him on. I was finally glad to see somebody who everybody looks to as an authority in the church stand up and step out. Yeah, because I I think he's led a lot of people to kind of stay closed because they're like, oh, well, let's see what Dr. MacArthur is going to do. Because I do respect the man. He's a little more reformed in his theology than I would be. But now that he's come out, I think a few guys are going to come out swinging. And I'm excited about that. I I think it's beautiful. What are you going to do? I mean, it's going to be international news if they put that dude in handcuffs. (laughs) Yes. It, It just shows the blatant disrespect. Yeah. Uh, by the government or the Democrats who, you know, profess to be wise, you know, just yeah. throwing a little Romans uh, one in there for you. <laughs> profess themselves to be wise. They become fools. Yeah, they profess themselves to be wise, but yet their, their, their agenda directly affects the church in a more negative way than it would any other like bar yeah. or theater. Yep. And that just shows where their heart's at. They're like these Christians. These Christians. It's almost like the, you know, back in Book of Acts, mm. I feel like we're in that moment in history where we're being treated maybe yes. not as uh, bad as far as torture is concerned, but we're being looked at like jokes. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and it's sad. Yeah, all that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. You know, the left says, oh, you'll have a persecution complex. No, we have a reality complex because right. uh, the church is under persecution. But it's not just in, you know, hotbed leftist California. I mean, now you got guys like who are just as big, Andy Stanley. 
yeah, know, yeah, just yeah. in Atlanta, Georgia. I mean, this guy's got like 10 campuses and, you know, 40,000 people. He's like, oh, we're not going to meet because I can't guarantee your safety. Look, you can't guarantee my safety no matter what's happening, right? right, right. And so God's going to be the one that guarantees my safety, but now they're not going to meet till like 2021. 20, I put out that video last week that got like almost 6 million views. Right, I think right, it, right. I struck a nerve, you know? Yeah. I'm like, look, quit being a coward, open up your churches. And then like two days later, <laughs> Brian says, hey, do you realize that Andy Stanley is now following <laughs> you on Twitter? And uh, so I don't know if that was a little uh, yes. underhanded situation where he saw the video, but I mean, you know, six million people are in agreement that, man, something has to be done. We've had hundreds of people demand that I make an apology, and, you know, we have we have letters. Matter of fact, I have one oh, right here. You, Go ahead, you, man. You've got masks. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, You've yeah. got masks at the church. Anybody can socially distance, stay in their car, everything. You've yep. got all of that. Nobody, you don't discourage it. Now, this guy's in Louisiana. I'm not going to read the whole thing. not going to read any of it because I don't want to disclose who he is, but he is from a church of God and in Louisiana, and he basically sends me a letter. I have it right here. If you watch our live stream at church at Global Vision, you heard me say this this past Wednesday night. This guy thanks me. He said, I'm not on Facebook, but my secretary is. She showed me your video pushing back against the restrictions on our freedom of worship. Thank you so much for doing this. I would do the very same thing, but our church people are not of one mind. And then he goes on in two more paragraphs to let me know that he has poured his heart and soul and voice into that church for 16 years, but if he made the same decision, they would fire him. That is ridiculous. They're going to fire this man of God that has poured his life and his ministry, blood, sweat, and tears into this church for 16 years because, you know, he believes the church ought to be open, but they believe the church ought to be closed. It's just not going to get any better. We're going to have to push back. We're just going to have to be bold. Well, first off on that, I mean, there's no there's no way a church should be able to fire a pastor. Yeah. I, I just don't agree with that. I, I got gotcha. you. It would have to be a whole congressional. Yeah, sheep do not discipline shepherds. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I get it. You have to have checks and balances yep. just like the, the government does. But yeah, at the end of the day... They have to have a total consensus to yeah. fire a pastor. I mean, the whole church would have to be on board, not one dissenting yeah. voice in there. All right. right. You, you know what I'm saying? And, and closing or opening the church, I don't think is a biblical theological ramification for firing a guy. Okay. Yeah, Morality, I get it. You know, you, you're disqualified from the ministry for, you know, theological indifference, you know, heresy, I get it. But but not this. Let the man open up his church. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, you know, we're talking about all this face mask stuff. But think about this for a moment. <laughs> if they work... Why not just give them to somebody in a jail cell, right? right Why right. let all these repeat offenders is what's happening. They're filling the streets up with people that are going back out and doing the same stuff. Why are they letting prisoners out? If a mask works, just give the guy a mask, give the chick a mask, and let them sit on their you know cot every day. <laughs> well, why are they letting these prisoners out? Because, you know, yeah, it's, man. It, I mean, they, they, it's a hidden agenda. It's actually uh, pretty easy to quarantine in, in jails. I yeah. mean, you just turn a whole block into a quarantine cell. There you go. See? Everybody's kind of broke up. But I, I, I do get it. In 2007, yep. I was in jail, Yep, and I got the swine flu, mm. the worst experience of my life. Yep, I can imagine. A bunch of people had the swine flu. But they didn't let you out of prison. But they didn't let us out of jail. They locked <laughs> us up in a cell. Quarantined you. And quarantined me. It was yeah. one of the worst experiences. I mean, it felt like my eyeballs were going to melt out yeah. of my sockets. And I'm just thinking, look, if the mask works, just give them to them and let them self-quarantine. You know, don't, don't let them out of jail. I mean, yeah. think about this for a minute, all right? Did you know that you could sit on a thick, plush couch, uh-huh. wear silk boxers, right, through cotton blue jeans, uh-huh. and you can fart and ruin an entire room, <laughs> <laughs> ruin the entire room, and a ninety-nine cent cloth mask is going to keep a deadly virus from China well, you know, out funny. of your body. Give me a break. This you know, in order stupid. to smell something, <laughs> you have to literally get a physical particle of it, yeah. in your nose. Well. So that, I mean, so if that particle's breaking through the yeah. The fabric there yeah, when you're well, I know people like, wind. oh my goodness, he's saying masks don't work. Okay, I just said masks don't work. It's just, it's ridiculous. I mean, these people are wearing like full body covering.
rings and, you know, oxygen tanks when they're working with this virus. And so our little, you know, Walmart $8 mask is supposed to, you know, rescue us from some kind of virus. Yeah, I mean, I'm over it. Uh, I'm going to do what they tell me to do just so I can get my vegetables and yeah. go. <laughs> you know hey, saying? you can't buy and sell. Hey, that sounds familiar, huh? Mm, we're going somewhere with this, folks. I'm yeah, telling you, you we're going somewhere. And uh, speaking of prisoners, okay, yeah. let, let's talk about something that is a hot button issue. And this probably needs to be the, the main focus of where we go because it probably needs to be more than just uh, one podcast pedophilia. Oh, oh man. That's a my flipping goodness. I know we just took a hard left down the road. But look, we, we got to cross the bridge and talk about this because now, apparently, pedophilia, everywhere you look, even on Facebook, is being defended as a sexual orientation, as something that, oh man, this is just the way they're born. Oh, my man, dude. Pedophilia. Touching kids, loving kids, marrying kids, having sex with kids. And, you know, I, I don't have the clip right now. We'll play it sometime. But I remember when uh, when the Supreme Court validated for same-sex marriage, I got up before the church and I said, look, y'all going to laugh at me. We can find the clip. But I said, two things are coming next. Whenever you have uh, a sexual revolution that leads to a homosexual revolution, then you're going to have a buck wild sexual revolution. There's no end to it. And I said, here's here's what's going to happen. There's going to be people that are going to be defended as pedophiles. And everybody's like, oh my goodness, pedophilia is never going to be considered a sexual orientation. And then I said, after that, bestiality is something that's going to come next. You know why God had to forbid them to have sex with animals in the Bible? Because they were having sex with animals in the Bible. And wow. so it's going to happen. And so now we have people saying, well, you know, got TED Talks. You know, you got Facebook ads. Uh, I can call someone who's a pervert a pervert and get banned. They can get on Facebook and be a pervert and get promoted. That's on Twitter. This Twitter, is ridiculous. They, there's uh, actual guidelines that if you're talking about child love or child oh uh, attraction, you can have modest photos or art depicting that, mm. but it cannot be pornographic in nature. But if you talk about them, it oh can get goodness. banned. But in a, in a negative way. Well, in five years from now, it'll be pornographic in nature because it's just getting worse and worse. Uh, it's it's crazy because I, how we got here. I mean, yeah. Obviously, we could talk about that for days, but it it's awful coincidental <laughs> that this that you know the Jeffrey Epstein list and, yep. and the names that you know if somehow they get released and a lot of people don't have to die to do so. Right. Um. You know, it's it's awful coincidental that they're making this huge push for us to have compassions on yep. uh, compassion on pedophiles because it's a sexual orientation in in tandem or at, at the same pace that these lists of high profile yes. political people and Hollywood actors and directors are probably getting ready to be released. Yeah, so it's like behind the scenes. We're coming to the back door. Let, let's make it look a little bit more normal so that when we expose these people, oh, that's just normal. That's no big deal. I was getting, <laughs> I, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for the first person. That's not a conspiracy theory, man. That is the gospel truth. You know, yeah, I mean, right. there is no way around the fact that they are trying to demonize us and normalize it so that when the lid is lifted and some of these people that you and I are going to be shocked about uh, we're going to be like, well, you know, it's really not that big of a deal. And so I, I think they're just setting us up for failure. So, so I'm going to go all over the place with this real quick. But, well, it's I'm waiting. First off, there's going to be that day when this major, main, popular person, whether it be an actor, singer, or politician, yeah. is like, hey, man, I'm, uh, I'm a pedophile. Yeah. I don't act on it, but, yep. you know, I have a childhood attraction, and everybody's going to be the left. Yeah. It'll be the left. Oh, it'll be the left. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, you, champion this dude. They're going to champion thing. this yeah. person. They're going to be like this, and all of a sudden, people are going to come out. I'm a pedophile. Yep. And there's a, then it's going to be about civil rights, and then it's going to be about yep. non-discrimination. And yep. if you talk about a pedophile in a certain way, and 
Bro. So, I mean, nobody else can come out of the closet. So, what, coming out of the toy box? But it'll never change the prison. <laughs> I'm coming out of the toy box. You know, I love children. This is, it's ridiculous. It's oh, yeah. sick. Bro. It's demented. If you look at what BLM is representing about destroying the family dynamic, the nuclear yeah. family structure, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> it's it's really, really crazy because that's part of it. I'm yeah. not saying that BLM is about child uh, or pedophilia, but right. I'm just saying if you go in and destroy the yep. nuclear family, mm-hmm. you're inviting this kind of stuff yeah, in. Yeah, just tear the foundation up, and then you can build back whatever you want to. Yeah. Look, look, if somebody's even listening to the podcast, and you got some inroads to some of this stuff, man, they need to call the office. We need to interview somebody about this stuff. Man, I'm telling you, this is this is crazy. There are some big-name people out there that know what's going on, and uh, we need some... Uh, information yeah we need we need some information i was watching the video the other day with right. don lemon and he had an expert on and they were saying that pedophiles <laughs> were born that way oh yeah it sounds similar it sounds really experts. familiar to how gay people are born that way right so i'm just saying it's kind of parallel well they've been able to segue right into that i would i would think that you know i would give more credence to a gay person being born that way than i would to a pedophile you can't right. show me in nature oh, yeah. You know, well, it, the monkeys, you know, they yeah. bless their children. Well, next you're going to be like, oh, you know, I, I have this proclivity towards my Rottweiler, you know. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> you know, if I want to, <laughs> If I want to lay with a giraffe, you know, who's to say that I can't? I was it's born this way. That's a leftist <laughs> mentality. Yeah. Hey, leftist. Guess what? We're all born that way because the Bible says we have original sin. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Gosh. Your sin, my sin is no greater than anybody else's sin, but I'm glad Jesus became sin for us. We're all born depraved. We're all born with, uh, you know, the- wanting to go with a certain direction that is wicked because there's a way which seems right unto a man but the end there of the ways of death that's why we preach jesus ladies and gentlemen well let me ask you this so let's just say we have somebody in the church who's been molested Uh and they have some kind of proclivity towards younger kids right how did they get help for that without being like well i believe they need to seek private counsel i I do believe they need accountability i believe they need some checks and balances in their life and they certainly don't need to be acting on that nonsense but i don't think that they need to be publicly you know exposed and abused as it were any more than they already have been i mean they need some help obviously you're not gonna let them work with kids you're gonna have a conversion (laughs) therapy camp (laughs) no no none of that no no conversion therapy camp Uh, i believe in conversion by the grace of the gospel but uh you know you're gonna privately counsel people help help people and give them the you know the account ability and the, the structure that they need to be able to get out of that. But I wouldn't sit down and be like, okay, you know, I understand. And, and, and we're going to help you uh, with this problem that you have and allow you to remain in that problem. No, I believe that is such a crazy, crazy way to go about it because I, I don't believe that pedophilia can any way, shape, form, or fashion be a sexual orientation. It's not something you're born with. This is a cultural situation and the culture is buck wild and nonsensically crazy right now. So good grief, having sex with kids. That's sick. Okay, it's beyond sick. It's just sick. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It's just sick. And I don't care what they say at the TED Talks. It's never going to be normalized, or at least shouldn't be normalized, and the left is trying to normalize it. But aren't they trying to normalize a lot of things right they're, now? They're Good doing grief. everything. You know, they're called the left because God left the building. <laughs> yeah, he left. He left a yeah, long time ago. He left a long time ago. Well, good grief. They're the, you know, the party, the Democrats, are the party of no God. I mean, they, they don't want prayer. They don't want the Bible. They don't want Jesus. They just want what they want. So there's a lot of things they want that uh, we're going to introduce some folks about and talk about on another podcast that will be coming down the road. But thanks, guys, for joining us with On Point for Pastor Greg Locke. We'll be back real soon with some more discussions on faith, family, and politics. We love you guys. God bless you.